0: Just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Packer Up Boys. Time now. Boom, you know the time. Woo-hoo. Oh, tastes mm. like the weekend. Tastes beautiful. So, so good. As always, guys, sit back, relax. The week is done. You've worked your ass off. You've done all the hard stuff. Spend some time to enjoy for yourself, with yourself, your partner, your family, whatever it is, enjoy it. So sit back and just chill out. Just chill out. Also, talk about chilling out, Beer Food and Footy Festival, the 22nd of July. So that is not this week, but next week, the 22nd of July at Henson Park in Marrickville. It is a huge beer, food, and footy festival. And what that means is, is basically there's a bunch of Australian-made beers that you can come in and try, plus all different foods you come in and try, 10, like over 10,000 people. There'll probably be around twelve to 15,000 people there for a whole day of Rugby League ending with Newtown Jets, verse manly it is a great day and it's we always talk about how good old school rugby league is this is exactly that plus you get to try all different beers you get to sit on the hill it'll be a beautiful day you get to try different foods so go to the show no uh show link um the show links under the in the uh what is it the caption or whatever
1: yeah the link in the show notes.
0: Yeah, the link in the show notes uh, or Google Beer Food and Footy Festival to grab your tickets. They are close to sold out, guys. So if you're interested, trust me, it's such a good day. Even if it's just to, to bring the family to sit on the hill and watch the footy, it's such a fantastic day. Uh, so make sure to be down there because I'll be down there. Guru will be down there. Maddie will be down there serving bloke beer. So come down and say hey and watch some Rugby League. Uh, also, big week for Rugby League and Bloke Lager in New South Wales. Go check out the Winter Catalogue, Celebrations, IGA and Thirsty Camel. We are doing crazy, crazy deals on Bloke Lager. That is every Celebrations, IGA Plus liquor and Thirsty Camel in New South Wales currently stocking Bloke Lager. And then obviously every, every Celebrations in Queensland, every Liquor Legends in Queensland stocks Bloke Lager. And I think a lot of them sell the midi as well. So make sure to uh, get in there, grab a case of beer. Now let's get into uh the biggest talking talking points last night under 19s new south wales defeat uh, queensland 32 to 14 and the girls as well the queensland defeated the new south wales under 19 girls as well so the last game was actually if queensland had won it it would have meant that every queensland team won state of origin Mm. this year Uh, but the new south wales team got up 32 to 14 jeez there's some really good young talents coming through wow thank god for the boys
1: cool. S- saving the state could you imagine i know i know i remember the blues the blues did the clean suite one year when i was there and yeah, it was bloody awesome so i'm glad we stopped Queensland from doing that but yeah um mate, i i won't lie i haven't since i stopped working yourself i was i used to be I used to watch a lot of the lower grades um, when I worked there, but I haven't done so in so many years. So these guys are all new to me. I actually listened to Guru's podcast before just so I could be a bit more familiar and man, there are some future guns coming out.
0: I I just find it so impressive of like how progressed they are physically and mentally, Mm -hmm. like they play similar plays and look, they're under 19. So a lot of people debut before they're 19. I think I debuted when I was around 19, Uh, but just the fact that they're so physically ready these days, like because they're all in systems, they're all part of first grade squads. But geez, there's some guys there where you know, well, you, you honestly look at probably 80% of them, physically at least, maybe not mentally, but physically at least, they look ready to play first grade.
1: Oh, absolutely, mm. absolutely. They don't. I had to remind myself a few times last night that I was watching, I, I, for some reason, I had it in my head that it was under 23s, mm. but I had to remind myself that these yeah. are actually under 19 kids, and, and you're right, they're. Some of them look like they could, physically like they could, they look like they could play first grade tomorrow, which yeah. is, which is uh, obviously, um, yeah, it's progressed a lot in the last mm. 10, 15
0: years. Uh, Ethan Strange was outstanding, scored a hat trick, signed with the Raiders as well. Yep. Isn't it funny how, and, and a sign of a good club, I know the Raiders aren't necessarily a heavyweight in the competition, but we speak about it all the time on the podcast. A sign of a good club is a club that has DNA mm. and like isn't, Ethan Strange, such a Raiders player. He just he he is. You know what I mean? He's a fucking battler. He looks like he's from the country. I don't know if he is. He looks like he looks like Liam Martin out in the centres. Um, and he just looks like a battler. Like uh, there's just something about the physicality in which he plays the game. The just the way he moved as well. He just looks like he suits the Raiders.
1: Yeah, bloody earth. It was good to see him. Um, like obviously he scored a uh, hat trick at centre, but pretty sure he. He was involved in the halfback's try as well. Mm. Like he was just he was just everywhere. And you're right. He definitely does look like a Raiders player. So yeah. and the Raiders, um, I forget his last name, Ch- Chevy, the the gun fullback. He didn't have the greatest game in the world, but mm. he's at the Raiders as well. Yeah. Um so good good size for Canberra.
0: Yeah, at least he made the side with Chevy Inter- I think Chevy's quite a ways away though. He he made quite a few errors last night. Um but you could see he reminds me a little bit of Pappenhausen to a degree, like yep. quite a smaller body. He kept what I liked about um, uh, Chevy at the back is he just kept turning up. Like he didn't yeah. let the couple errors or whatever, you know, deter him from being engaged in the game. And sometimes you just, you have a game sometimes like that. Sometimes you have a bad It's just, average this game. is all part of development. And I'm sure, you know, he'll be disappointed at some points. But look, there's guys like Pappenhausen that couldn't get starts at certain clubs. So yeah. it's all part of the process. It's, you know, this is what these games are for, is to teach you, you know, obviously it means a lot to the boys, but really, when it comes to your career these games are for learning what to do what not to do and sometimes players they go to those games and they kill it and then they might get to nrl and struggle and some players go to those games and struggle but by the time they get to nrl they've learned sometimes you can take more away from a game like that if you struggle yeah than if you kill it yeah and so it's a real it's a real opportunity for chevy to just go back a little bit and just go okay like we all know he's a good player a really good player wouldn't get selected otherwise just fix up a few things, and I'd say the same with the um, the Queensland fullback. I'm not yeah. sure what his name was, but he was he had quite a few errors. And
1: you're it, right, though, pretty similar. Like he he was just everywhere, just wanted to be part of it. Yeah. Made a couple errors, but yeah, you're right. They yeah. they played
0: pretty similar. Pretty similar. So they'll learn. They'll learn. This. It's not. You know, as I said, they'll be disappointed, but at the same time, this is all part of your progress. If there's one thing I regret, you know, I regret a lot of things about my career. But if there's one thing I regret about my career, was the impatience. So impatient, like. I mean, bizarrely, I, like I, if there was one person that shouldn't be impatient, it's literally me. Cause I started playing rugby league yeah. at 17. So I should be sitting there going, mate, you've got so much to learn. But I wasn't, I was like 18, 19 wigging out that I hadn't debuted yet. Um, and so always the advice I give to young fellows coming through is just be patient. And it's it's almost, it's your trade. Like just learn, be patient. The main ingredient you need to have is a good attitude and having a dig on the footy field. Everything else, if you're in a first grade squad, at 18 or 19 years old, you are talented. You are talented mm. so that you don't have to worry about that. That is fine. Everything is sorted in regards to your talent and your ability. The only thing you need to worry about is learning, having a crack and bringing a good attitude because you have the talent to play first grade if you are already in a first grade squad at 18, 19 years old. Yeah. Um, so these younger, if you have a, one of these big moments, you're on TV and you're all excited and then you, you struggle a little bit, you'll learn so much from that. And then the next game you go into like that, you'll know when to just pull things back or, you know, have a few more runs or whatever you need to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I tell you who I thought was, was really good. Um, the halfback from the blues. I think his name's Ethan Sanders. Mm. There's too many Ethans. Um, he won the, um, sg ball grand final and was player of the match in the grand Final. i'm pretty sure for the eels just and it was great i love i love the commentary last night I, I love when joey talks about young young kids mm. because he's he obviously they're they're not playing first grade yet mm. Mm. so his his insight is probably a little more um exciting to listen to because he says what they're good at what they should work on blah blah, blah. but this sanders kid especially in the second half, wherever he wanted the ball to go with his foot, he just put it, he get yep. putting in the corner, put in the corner. So, um, yeah, he, he looks the goods.
0: Yeah, when, when I see a young half that, he obviously had some highlights last night. There were definitely highlight real moments. But when I see a young half back where their game is so good, you're almost not noticing the control they have on the game until the, like, 70th minute. hmm that's when you go, you've got something special there yeah. because they're controlling a game in such a subtle way. Whereas sometimes when I see a young halfback and they've got all the flair and it's big cutout balls, like that's good, but it actually excites me more when I see a young halfback that can control a game. Yeah. Because that's the harder part. There's plenty of players out there that have crazy cutout balls. That's all the fun stuff. Mm. The boring stuff is that Guiding the boys around the park, getting to certain points in the field, making sure forwards are where they need to be. Um, I agree, Ethan Sanders. He was um, he was really good. And and a kicking we, kicking game is just getting more and more important. Like oh, yeah, because yeah. there's so little between each side, any extra meter, any extra second you can get, kicking is so important. Which club is Ethan Sanders with? I'm I'm 99% sure he's with the Eels. With the Eels, interesting. Yeah. Wow. When it comes
1: to kicking, he's got a pretty good senior and mitch moses
0: ahead of him oh absolutely absolutely i mean that's great for the eels absolutely fantastic for the eels uh another guy that was really good so yeah ethan strange was fantastic super strong and i just loved his energy like every run was his last run and that's just such again it's like such a raiders thing they just (laughs) fucking love it um another guy ethan ferguson which is the cousin scored a great try uh he also was a goal kicker he's uh He's he's quite thick, isn't he? Yeah. But he moves well. Yeah, moves well for a big fella. He's, and he's on the, the he's on the wing, wasn't he? He was on the wing. He's yeah. on the right wing. I'm pretty sure. Right strong. wing. Yep.
1: Um. Yeah, well, that put down was as, far, as, as you as you say, like he's he's big, and it's not so surprising to see people coming through now that are big and strong and fast as well, because we we've seen we've seen guys before, but it's still it's nonetheless it's still absolutely amazing. Yeah. And then to see how like such a strong ball runner, um, has all those attributes. <laughs> but then to put down that try, he mm, did, mm. which was just friggin' spectacular. I'll so what, he's, 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 a freak. he's doing these ones already. I know. He
0: was already doing, <laughs> he's kicking goals and doing these oh, ones. I
1: love how he missed the first two as well and he was, <laughs> he
0: was still doing that. Man, he's, oh. um, he's with South as well so I was very stoked to see yeah. that. The, 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 I guess the big question with guys that rely on their physicality like a Strange um, or like a Ferguson, both of them, good footwork, physicality, it's, okay you're doing that against teenagers mm. all those little extra spaces you get will you be able to do that against first graders yep. and that is not saying they won't be able to do it but if there's one thing you know for sure that first grade has more than under 19s it's strength and contact yeah. and also in systems so a guy that may rely heavily on his strength in under 19s he may get to first grade and if he's not you know greg Inglis or latrell mitchell or whatever mm. that part of his game, he needs to find other ways to, you know, I guess round out his game to get, to get uh, to have line breaks to whatever. So, cause when you think about it, you've got, you know, like even guys like Timoko took a little bit to get rolling into his, like he would have come through the grades so strong. Yeah. And I reckon even he took a bit, uh, Pensini, perfect example, Yeah, gun coming out of school first year or two, he wasn't bumping blokes off or throwing them around. We get into what year three, and he is genuinely bumping blokes off. Why? Because he's had time to to deal with the physicality, understand that, and also get his own man strength. So that'll be the interesting, I think with like a Strange or a Ferguson is just watching them progress into the player. It's not gonna, it it might, but very rarely does a player come in as an 18 year old and be stronger than his opposition. It usually takes, you know, two or three years. The only time that happens is if your name's Latrell Mitchell, Greg Inglis, you know, Selwyn Cobbo, for example, so that, that is one thing. And I'm sure their systems, I'm sure they're aware of it too. It's like anything, like, it's going to take time. You just got to be patient. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought um, Feinu I had uh, some really good moments at half, at the, six. The, the half, yeah. yeah well, yeah. I thought they both had good moments. I loved um, the big the 10, Feinu. Yeah. yeah. I don't know his name, apologies. Uh, I loved his mongrel. Yeah. Like, when the game was in the balance, you know, start of the second half or even mid-second half, he was fucking into it he was in everything he really wanted to hurt people um so I'm, I'm excited to see how he goes coming into first grade because when the game was on the line he didn't take a step back he actually Absolutely. took a step forward
1: and even like i i know this is obviously you know shouldn't advocate for fights or anything but even when there was that big head high tackle at the start and the queensland blow got Sinbin, like the first one in there
0: mm. was Fanu to, to yeah, look so after what, his mate look after his brother yeah look exactly brother. Right, yeah um but yeah i mean that's his job as a front rower is to protect his halves mm. um if you're the big enforcer you've got to be there first um so yeah i thought uh fanu i think it's latu fanu the latu. half just even just the first try just that little that little delicate short ball the That's double nice. pump it, you know these are a lot harder than you think so i'm excited to see how he goes because what's really interesting about him is he's a more of a ball running six but he's already got silky hands yeah. so i imagine a four or five years of, of uh first grade training his hands are just going to get better mm. and better yeah we saw that running game
1: pretty late into the game mm. but geez he's got that he's like really light on his feet fast foot, fast footwork so i mean I, i've never really watched him but guru guru said he's a gun and a lot of people say the same thing so yeah it looks like the tigers are gonna get him
0: yeah that's, that's where i go he's you know is a tiger's the best place for a guy like fainu because they don't have a seven right now Mm. and you know is Dewey going to be sick I just I don't know look if he's if he's getting a big contract you've got to weigh up is the money worth the potential struggling at a struggling club yep if he feels that way then yeah for sure and look he's got plenty of time if he struggles at Tigers he can go somewhere else I just I don't know I'd love to see him just learning in a system because like for example if he goes to Tigers like who's he going to learn off as a six exactly right yeah or as a seven as a seven like well they're only
1: they're only half back is Brooks and he's gone. And, and Dewey's like,
0: more of a utility yeah. centre, not really a natural six. no nah. So, who does he learn off? Appy obviously will teach him a lot, but Appy's a nine. Different
1: position, yeah.
0: So, yeah, it will be. I'll, I wonder where he will end up, but I, I do think it's a massive loss for Manly. Oh, it's a huge loss for Manly. He would be such a good partner for Cherry um, in the halves. And when I see him play, I go, ooh. Bringing in Brooks, which makes you lose him. If that is the reason why he's going to leave, mm. that's when I go, Brooks is definitely the shorter term fix. But long term, Fainu definitely could be a long term six yeah, for the 100%. club. Yeah, I just don't know. It's a big call. As I said, I hadn't seen him play before. Now I've seen him play. I go, oh, could you maybe rush him into that six role next year instead of having to lose him and get Brooks? I don't know. Yeah, look, there must be, there may be more to it. Maybe he wants a bigger contract. I'm not sure. But if it is the case that you're basically losing Brooks, sorry, you're gaining Brooks to lose him. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. In yeah. the short term, definitely a good call. Yeah. Long term, though, ooh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the timings are like. I, there might have been whispers about Fainu going to the Tigers before. But then again, the, the Brooks to Melee thing came out of nowhere. So we don't, really, we well, don't ha- really know what
0: happened. I mean, I feel like it has to be connected because it's like, Schuster isn't the long-term six. Clearly, he's re-signed and agreed to play on an edge. Yeah. So he's Fainu's essentially. The, you've got Ko Weeks, yeah, for sure. But like Fainu's kind of the next guy up outside sure. the Ko Weeks. So anyway, I mean, who knows? He could go to the Tigers and absolutely kill it. Yeah. Um, it could does. be the right decision for everyone. Brooks yeah. could kill it at Manly, and he could kill it at Tigers, and everyone's happy. Kind of like the Reynolds situation with the Broncos and South. Mm. Um, it doesn't always have to be someone loses, someone wins. Both yeah. parties can win. Uh, for Queensland, uh, I thought, um, and maybe I was watching him a bit close because he's over the Broncos, but I thought Moza, he yeah. just showed class. He just looked like he was on a—he looks NRL already, to be honest. Yeah,
1: I admire on him as well. I, I tell you what, I noticed—I noticed how much chat that he has. Yeah. Every time the camera went on him, he's just barking at his teammates. Yeah. So, which is very, very good side. Great sub, tackling yeah. technique in yeah. defence. Jeez. And yeah, and he's sharp out of dummy half. Great, thought, like very silky. Yeah. I thought both hookers were quite good. Um, Scott from from New South Wales, he had good service, but yeah, and Moser was Moser was he great. Just,
0: he's got that touch of class that you you can't really uh, measure. If I was to say he does this or does that, but it's you have to just watch him. Yeah, watch. It's almost like I'm obviously not Cameron Smith, but like if you try to explain why Cameron Smith was great, it's very hard because you don't have the yeah. highlight reel to point to. Whereas like if I explain how good Harry Grant is, very easy, super yeah. explosive, crazy ball running in the middle there, breaks tackle, scores tries. Cameron Smith, you have to watch to know his greatness. You watch and go, oh, it's, it's almost, it's deeper than words. That's how good he is because he's reading a game on a different level. And I'm not saying Mozart is reading the game on the same level as Cameron Smith. But what I am saying is, is you've got to watch Mozart to see how silky he can be. He's around the ruck. Yeah. All the little things that aren't highlight real stuff and all the, the chat, the talk, his defensive technique. You know they've got big raps on him and hopefully he delivers he seems like a guy that wants to take on the leadership role he was, i think was captain last night um he got a great physique in regards to he's not too small uh so i'm really really excited i think that by next year he should be ready to at least debut that, at least debut.
1: that's what i was going to say like what, what do you reckon the broncos plan
0: is for him i think he's a long term i think the broncos plan is and i know like billy walters kevy walters and you know i know all that chatter whatever but i don't think kevy walters is going to stop a nine like Moser from progressing through when he's ready, just because, and also Billy Walters makes a great 14, like a really good 14 in my opinion. And so I think the next few years, at least let's say Moser does get that nine role, Billy Walters can be the 14 for the next four or five years or next three years or so, whatever it is. So I don't, I think by next year, we probably will see Moser. He'll probably, he'll get the first crack in trials. If he does well, he'll get another crack. If he does really well, then he'll be putting pressure on that nine year old. Now look, if Broncos go all the way to a grand final or something like that this year, that'll be a lot harder to do. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was really excited with Mozart. There was also a center that was really, really good for um looks like I think it looked like Herbie Farnworth a little bit. Yeah. Um super strong, really fast. Uh I don't I forgot which club he is with. The Eels? No. Anyway. Yeah, there's a center for Queensland i liked one of the um wingers i thought was quite good um i think it was a right winger for Queensland. i thought he got through a lot of work uh there was a front rower for that's with broncos you know he looks like a good big big boy but what killed queensland was just their completion Oh, it's just terrible! shocking yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah. shocking i think um, both
1: teams at the start you could tell the occasion kind of got to them a bit mm. because i think in the first 10 minutes there was like eight errors from yeah. both teams it's,
0: t- it's yeah the young fellows they're keen they want to make their mark and yeah have their moment. Uh, but yeah, it was really good to see, really, really good to see the young fellas coming through. And geez, we've got some talent there. Got a lot of talent, very exciting, very exciting. So I love watching on Chow and I, and I
1: said, I love listening to Joey. When Phil Gould was talking about Ethan Strange and he just kept saying, if Ethan Strange put his hand down a toilet, he'd pull out a gold watch. And then he, and then, um, oh, and when, uh, Joash Pappalee, I think his name is, from the Bulldogs, put that kick in on tackle one and Strange scored his third. And then yeah. Andrew Jones is just yelling, gold watch, gold watch. <laughs> so fantastic.
0: Good. So, so good. Um, yeah, I, I, um, biggest topics in rugby league, I think it's it's really still the RLPA situation with yeah. the NRL. It really is. I've got to say, I know that they did the post-match speech, uh, Queensland, which I thought was great and yep. really d- well done from the RLPA they did that. But I got to say, I, I really think it was a missed opportunity to, for the players to speak. I think that they should have lifted the ban for that game, yep. for just one game, and then because like it's not like all of a sudden there's an Origin next week or the week after where they can get where they're like, oh, well, if we do it for one game, we have got to do it for more games. It's like this is the last game, yeah. Get out of the way, then you can do your media ban for the rest of the year if you want. I agree. I, I really,
1: really miss the post match, mm. and maybe it's because the Blues won, and I just wanted to hear some of the debutants. But everyone would have wanted to, yep. yeah. I'm sure you would have wanted to as well. It's funny how when New South Wales Blues put out their interview with Bradman Best, mm. just how – me personally, I was like, oh, my God, finally.
0: Even I was watching it. Whereas yeah. usually I'll just go, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I never it. really watched those ones. Um, so, and look, <laughs> the hard thing is is, is because Raya made this decision to boycott, all the direction of fault is at them. Mm. But it's like, okay, but what was done to make them make that decision? Like how – well? like if someone comes to you and says – take it or leave it, this is the deal, and we're not coming back to the table, so you fucking better take it. Yeah. Like, what else can you really do? Yeah, exactly. You know, people say, oh, they should have covered the NRL logo. They already did that. They didn't speak to the NRL at the start of the year, and they actually made some progress at the start of the year. So... Yeah, it's, it's tough. I, I really hope it doesn't get to where we think it is. And, you know, it's, get, it's getting worse. So the NRLW was supposed to have a season launch. And I thought that the NRLW girls had, had said, no, we're not doing media because of the boycott. But it's actually not true. All the NRLW girls, they do want to do the launch. But mm-hmm. apparently um, the trust has broken down so much between the, the NRL and the players. The NRL is like, no. Nah. Oh, that's from one of the player managers, So of the girls. So all the girls want to do it oh my god and it's also it's outside of the times of the media blackout yeah so so the girls aren't boycotting the season launch and i'm not sure whether the nrl said to them don't go i I don't know those details all i know for sure is the girls it's not in the black zone of in regards to the media blackout yeah so they they can do it by their own standard and also all the girls want to do it because they want to promote the game of course they do like at the end of the day missing out on the origin interviews
1: yeah it sucked at the time and i I wish we heard from best Mm. i wish we heard from walker blah blah but they don't really need it. The players don't need it, mm. but the women's comp needs it. They need it. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's pretty and also it's pretty disappointing.
0: You know, I I I'm not someone that's going to sit here and go. You guys know I'm extremely like I want the girls to eventually be able to generate their own revenue and pay themselves from their own revenue. That's that's the hope. Um. So, like, that that's the hope long term. But right now we've got this really good opportunity. The NRLW is way more watched than the AFLW. Yep so it's like look at the world cup for soccer it's sold out everywhere Everywhere, pretty much like it is going to be absolutely massive and rugby league can never get there because we're not a world game now like i enjoy men's rugby league better i'll I'll always will like i'm not going to pretend like oh nrlw for me personally is going to be as now maybe one day it could be but i me personally i don't think it will be doesn't mean it can't be its own product that's enjoyable though doesn't mean that when I'm flicking through the t- TV, I don't stop and watch it. Like yeah. I, I stop and watch NRLW; it's on. Yeah, me too. Um, so I'm not, as I said, I'm not going to pretend like oh, it's going to be as good as the men's game or whatever for me personally. But it doesn't mean that we can't create its own product. That's like, are you telling me that the Matildas right now aren't paying for themselves? Yeah, oh, bloody earth, hell! Like we, we, they're going. It's going to be so good for the country, mm. for women's sport. And so you got the the NRLW, and it's like. They're more viewed than AFLW with way less resources. The AFLW have like, I think it's like 18 full-time squads. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So they've got a lot of resources. NRLW has nothing compared to that. And and I understand it's the the men's game that subsidizes the women's game. Yep. But the, the players have agreed they're okay with it. The players yep. are okay with taking a percentage of the revenue they've agreed to to give to the girls. So why not just get like behind it? We've got this opportunity to... Imagine in, I don't know, ten years if we've totally crushed the AFL in the women's game. Yeah, how big a win that is!
1: I tell you, why I'll be big win as well. I don't watch soccer at all. I I'll like if a, if the soccer is are playing in the World Cup, mm. I'll I watch a bit of it. Yeah. But I'm just not interested. It's not it's not it's not for me. But I'm certainly like no disrespect. I'm certainly not interested in women's soccer either. Mm. But because of how the growth of the women's soccer in australia blah, blah blah and like how it's the world cups come to australia all the promotion and it's all s- kind of sold out <laughs> not like not like fomo or anything but like i want to go to a game now you want to be part of the cultural moment yeah so imagine if
0: rugby league can, can obviously it's never going to get to that level but imagine if and i just do- have an opportunity yeah and the people have spoken we we have view more viewers matter of fact i think there's a stat could you google it like women's game viewed more than like women's uh, nrlw move mu- viewed more than, I think there was actually a time when an NRLW game was more viewed than an AFL men's game. Oh, wow. Um, now, Dior, obviously, uh, do your own research on that one, but there's some crazy stats. So, like, this is what we have here. This is the product we have, that it, it genuinely, you know, people watch it. Um, and, and I'll be honest, like, right now, if I had a daughter, I'd be putting him in soccer. That's put him, putting her in soccer if I had a daughter. Yeah. Because, like, look at the, Look at the pathways. Look at the support. Look at all over. I can, you know, the daughter can go overseas, earn really good money. Um, obviously got the Matildas, and that's because the game has grown. Has grown. Could you find it or not?
1: I'll have to research more deeper than
0: that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. Um, I I'm gonna research it real quick. So you keep talking.
1: Yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I think Australia are playing tonight in the it might be a trial or a friendly or whatever they call it in the in the Women's Soccer World Cup and I'm actually like, I'm actually excited to to turn it on. And it's, it's crazy. I have no interest in soccer, no interest or in anything. That's that's how far we can go with this game. It's funny, I used to, I know I bang on about how I used to work in New South Wales. I'll try to stop. But what, I actually was in camp for the first time that the Blues team beat the Queensland team in 18 years. I think it was in uh, 2016. It wasn't even called Women's Origin then, but From what I can see, the growth of the game since then has been truly remarkable. Like I'm pretty sure all those players almost had to pay their way to be there. Like they definitely didn't get paid for it. Um, And just the product, like you look at the highlights of that game, where you watch that game now compared to a women's origin game now, and it's absolute night and day. Even though it was great back then, it it was bloody awesome to see the New South Wales girls of 2016 win up at the Gold Coast. And that was like Alana Ferguson, Sammy Bremner, Ruan Sims, Samataufa, a um, couple of like legends in the women's space, but just to see how how far the game has grown and progressed since then. Imagine if we throw even more money, more promotion, more anything at it. Uh, how big the women's game is going to get in a few years. So, yeah, uh, obviously the se- season launch being not boycotted, but like not whatever it is from the women is very disappointing because it it's a it's an exponential growth the women's game but stuff like this putting a hold to it
0: yeah i um yeah so look i'm not sure whether it was an AFL a men's afl game or whatever Mm. but i do know if you research enough you'll find like one of the nrlw's games was like more viewed than some crazy sport. so there's opportunity there so hopefully they can sort it um but yeah other big news Payne Haas, the big fella yeah gonna hit the open market november 1st look it's like it, almost be bad business not to. He got. To. He's got to. Like, I got, look. I think he'll stay. Yeah. I'll, I'll be surprised if he leaves, but he's most likely, or at least it looks like, he could win the Dalian this year.
1: Which, and I'm pretty sure a front roller has never won it before. Like cool. Tumbleola has. Yeah. But like, I had a f- was he 13 at that stage?
0: Uh, yeah, he was a lock. Yeah, so I wonder if a front row has ever won it. They probably have, like, you know, back in the day. Um, but in a very in a while, I don't know if a front row has won it or come close. And so, like, as a Dally M winning player, you're better off negotiating at that period than you are, yeah. you know, now. Like, why would he re-sign now when he's only going to get more valuable? 100%. Like, even if he gets injured next week for the whole season, his value's not dropping. No. But if he wins a Dally M, he's a superstar. Like, yeah. he's already a superstar, but you know what I'm saying. So, look... I think it's just a matter of with Payne Haas, if there are people talking about loyalty or whatever, like I think that's, yeah, for sure. Payne Haas has had some stuff off field that the Broncos have been, you know, good about and taken care of, but he's repaid that. Like, let's not yeah. pretend like Payne Haas hasn't given absolutely everything every time he sets on the, steps for on the field. So if anyone's earned the right as a his own commodity to go on the open market, it's Payne Haas. Just on loyalty, I, I don't think Payne Haas just say he gets
1: offered a million dollars at the Broncos. Mm. I don't think he's gonna to go to another team for 1.1 or something. Mm. Like I, I reckon, unless they blow the Broncos out of the water mm. when that'd, and that'd be fair enough, you have gotta look after yourself. But I reckon if the offer is close enough, unless he goes to another sport like NFL mm.
0: or something, yeah. then- Well, apparently NFL bloody tried to get him across. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, maybe rugby union. Look, and it's also a matter of like, you know, as a manager, and I'm not sure if the manager is experienced or not experienced, but like if he comes off contract, then his client is in the paper every day. He's the main main attraction and pain has this and pain has that. So when all that hype is around, you can start going to different brands, you know, car brands, McDonald's, or whoever you want to go to and say, this guy's about to sign a massive deal. There's all this hype around him. We can, like, you know, you sign the deal with the club, but part of that hype can be an announcement of a a deal with Nike, a deal with McDonald's, a deal with, you know who whatever it is whatever the deal is a car brand uh, mercedes whatever it is that can all be packaged in the hype that that whereas if he resigns right now there's no hype there's yeah, no exactly. hype his profile doesn't get bigger it's just okay yep yeah, he's at the broncos all good but from a business perspective you almost want to enter i know it's it seems a bit selfish cuz you're like well what about the team and it's distraction but i don't think Payne has gets distracted by anything seriously
1: but i think i think it's equally selfish as a fan and i'm guilty of it everyone's guilty of it, mm. to say, oh, for the best
0: interest of me, just just sign now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Well, it's like, you know, fans, they'll go, some fans anyway. Not, to be honest, I think majority, there's a solid majority that yeah. get it. That really do. I think there's just a loud minority that might be a bit. But, like, some fans will be like, oh, he should be loyal and stick with the club and don't be selfish. And it's like, all right, well, tell me how many ex-players you even think about that stayed loyal. Exactly. Like, Five years after their career, do you care where they are? Do you care how they're going? But you want them to, you know what I mean? That it just, it yeah, doesn't. It does, it's, and I was saying, I don't think most fans are like that, yeah. but it's it's more like some fans that are just like, expect this player, be loyal, don't be a dog. It's like, well, as soon as he takes that jersey off, you don't give a fuck about him.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: So it's like, what, how's that fair? And this has come from a guy that, you know, really like tried my hardest to stay at the Broncos, like as much as I could, so I was trying to be loyal. Um, So, yeah, look, Payne has, look, I doubt he's going to leave. He just has to ask himself this. It might, most things are, you know, if people pretend things are simple, you know, sometimes they are, but sometimes they aren't. I think in this situation, it kind of is simple for Payne. He has to ask himself, if I'm going to win a premiership, I'm going to have to get paid a little bit less. Yeah. So I either need to accept that at the Broncos where I get paid, you know, a million dollars rather than 850. Because with the new salary cap coming, A million dollars is you know he can become a million dollar player for sure uh whereas like the current salary cap you just can't spend a million dollars in front right in my opinion and so he has to ask himself okay do i want to get paid 1.5 million dollars at the tigers or the bulldogs and go into another rebuild or do i want to get paid a million dollars and be part of i was a part of the rebuild i was the main guy in the rebuild i was there when they were at the bottom you know, Payne was killing it when Paddy Kerrigan was still trying to yeah. learn his, like, get his game together. Now, obviously, Paddy Kerrigan has become the player he is, but um, that's the question. And if the answer is, I want to win a premiership, then he should stay at the Broncos. Yeah. Look, unless Panthers, you know, are offering him 600K or something, then fair enough. Like, that. if you, I would put it this way, if, if Panthers offered him 600K and he took it, I'd be gutted, but I'd understand it because if, like if
1: Panthers offered him six hundred k, the NRL would step in and go, no way. <laughs> I,
0: I think that maybe seven hundred k they could get away with, yeah, because that's that like that would probably be his minimum value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like because you can't you can't put yeah. his minimum value at like fucking nine hundred. Yeah, grand. you're right, you're right. Um, imagine imagine if he signs with the Panthers, the NRL, oh, mate. <laughs> mate, they would be fucking unstoppable. Oh, actually unstoppable. Like they're already almost yeah. unstoppable. Um. <laughs> But yeah, the outside of that, like, you know, you know, look, the Rabbitohs and there are clubs that are um, maybe are closer to a premiership. But right now, the Broncos, if they play the way we know they can, they're just as close to a premiership as the Rabbitohs, in my opinion.
1: Oh, if you're talking about, at least, don't worry about this year. if you're talking about premiership windows, mm. the Broncos the next three
0: years they're, they're knocking on the door if they play as well as they can we have and oh, of that's course. the difference like Rabbitos have played that well so we know they can yeah. we just don't know what this this squad does when it hits finals time you
1: know what I'm so and obviously touch wood for you that if the Broncos like make the top four or at least make the top eight. Mm. I'm really keen to see what this team does in finals. Yeah.
0: Really keen. Because you can have the great squad get to finals and just go to water. You don't know. Or you can get to finals and fucking step it up a notch. Mm. So regardless of what Payne Haas does, I'm just appreciative of what he's done in the jersey. You know, I'll be devastated if he leaves. But if there's a, as I said, if there's a bloke that has earned the right to go on the open market, it's Payne Haas. Absolutely. He's given his all to this club through the good times and the worst time in the club's history. He was our guy. So a lot of fans, if you're a bit, you know, salty or whatever, let's just remember when this club was on its fucking knees, Payne Hask was the main guy. There was no one else, no one else. Like as I said, you know, Paddy was still learning his trade. There were other guys that were, you know, coming into their good form. Payne Hask was literally one of the best in the game. Yeah. Throughout darkest times, and he stayed. He stuck through it this whole time, and he's he's put this club and helped put this club in a position where we may be challenging for a premiership in the next few years. We might not, but at least we're in the position to maybe challenge for it. Yeah, absolutely. And so just re- let's just remember that, what he's given the club in return for the club being loyal to him as well. Mm. Um, now, on top of all that, can everyone in Europe please shut the fuck Ugh, up? Bruh. Because you know what you're doing? You're making my day worse. Exactly. <laughs> and that's a problem for me, and I'm going to make it a problem for you. Can you just stop fucking sharing stories of living a better life than me right now? Look, I understand you're probably sitting there saying, so "Beak," you literally did the same thing when you were in Europe <laughs> six months ago. You're forgetting that I'm the one being affected by this, and that's the main concern. <laughs> so, people in Europe, can you just fucking pipe down just for a day? Because you're making me sad. It's it's annoying.
1: My both my sisters are in are in Europe. My sister actually got just got proposed to in Europe. Half my mates are in Europe. And the, you know what the problem is? And I will never, ever complain about working in this job or rugby league, mm. ever, except mm. there is no chance I'll ever get to go to Europe in July where everyone else yeah, is the, and the, same, the main, same for you because no. it's in the middle of the frickin' Maybe, season.
0: Hopefully we sell this company for bazillions of dollars <laughs> and we just fucking head off to Europe <laughs> in the sunset. You know what Instagram needs yeah. and Facebook, but mainly Instagram, probably TikTok as well, yep. a Europe filter.
1: Oh my God.
0: If you could tick please. a box, that didn't send you any fucking pictures from Europe, I'd take it. 100%. Because it's making me sad. It's making me sad. And look, I get it. You're going for a once in life you know, journey and you get to celebrate it and it's happy. You know why I get it? Because I was there only six months ago and it was the best moment of my life. But I really feel like you're being selfish and mean to me yep. by putting those pictures up. I so agree. please stop being bad people. Please stop ruining my day. You know, you don't have to gloat. You don't have to brag. Yes, we get it. You're in Europe living a life, and it's literally the pinnacle of life because it's something you'll remember forever. It's memories that, like, (laughs) you can't pay money for, basically, outside of a plane ticket. You can go out and buy a Ferrari. I guarantee the trip to Europe is going to be a better memory. Absolutely. So please just stop because you're hurting my feelings, and I've, you know what? i got the podcast to rant, so I'm going to do it. i got the podcast to rant, so I'm going to do it um and instagram if you want to help your people if you want to help the people that consume your product give us a europe filter please a europe filter specifically just boom press the button no more no more
1: i actually got a photo of one of my uh friends of a friends who was watching the youtube of Packer up boys while he
0: was in um paris he's a dog (laughs) he's a bad person (laughs) because the fact that he told you that he's a bad person yeah because he's trying to make your day worse yeah and, and as, as I said, I'm sure you're sitting there going, Beak, you're a massive hip- hypocrite. Once again, I want to remind you, this is making me sad, so it's different. So when it made you sad, when I was putting the pictures up, mm. that's not my fucking problem. Yeah, it doesn't matter to you. It's not, you, it's not I'm not sad. <laughs> I'm fucking happy. You're sad. So there's one criteria. It's about me. Your happiness. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So can you just fucking take that into consideration? Can you Take that into consideration because it's really pissing me off. I'll tell you what.
1: There are a lot of people listening will agree with that
0: <laughs> oh, there's only so many photos of the amalfi coast i can i can it's so it. beautiful it's so yeah. i actually all jokes aside well, i actually get really happy for people now in europe before i was like oh yeah that looks really cool it's mm. almost like a distant land that's like a magical land that doesn't exist yeah whereas now that i've gone and i see people there i'm like oh man you're gonna have the best time ever yeah, i actually genuinely get happy for them because like seriously my trip to europe was the miso it's the best probably the best seven weeks of my life. It yeah. was so, so good. I honestly wouldn't trade that. I'm trying to think, would I trade that for an NRL debut? Oh, wow. I honestly don't know. Look, I know the, the obvious answer is you wouldn't because then you can, you, tra- you can travel Europe at any time. But like, if I'm on my deathbed mm. and I had to choose, it will be a hard choice. Wow. What's with my, it's my honeymoon with my wife. Yeah, 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 of
1: course. Jesus, of course. you're
0: a cold man, Maddie. I'm just, I'm just you're thinking. You're a cold, <laughs> cold man.
1: It's just – it's because you've done both, I think. Like, I'll never play NRL.
0: Oh, don't put yourself down, mate. <laughs> yeah, train a bit harder, mate. You'll fucking have a crack. Yeah, you're right.
1: I, I went to Europe back in – I think it was 2016, 2017. Haven't been back since, but
0: it was, it was bloody awesome. Mate, I fucking absolutely loved it. And there's so much that I didn't see and the history and all that. Like, what I want to do is – this is a dream. Like, let's say – look, I, I don't think I'd ever just, like, leave bloke. Because it's, yeah. it's so important to me that this is a positive, you know, part of the rugby league community. But I could see myself like, let's say, someone came with this huge offer and you sell part of the company or you agree that you stay CEO or whatever. And, you know, as I said, maybe I never do and I just stay what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it's, it's a dream right now. But if, if I was to go, okay, I'll sell a little bit of it and I'll take a year off or something, me and the wife want to buy a... Um, a caravan and just drive all through the Europe continent, like all through Europe. Even like, just just spend a year just driving all across the continents um, on the van. And then after that year, obviously come back. Maybe it doesn't have to be a year. It could just be like, you know, two or three months. You know, sometimes I dream of that. Maybe I could do that anyway. You never know, without having to to do all that. Um, But that would, could you imagine that driving across all of the Europe continent head down into Africa if you could, obviously yeah. some places in Africa you probably couldn't go at the moment, but that would be amazing.
1: It'd be awesome, especially because like, no matter how long you go to Europe for, like you went for eight weeks, most people go for probably four, mm. you, you, it's the tip of the iceberg. But you if barely you, if you
0: touch it, yeah. like you're running around everywhere. Yeah, Like we we actually booked a week longer in Paris because we were like, nah, this is too short, this mm. is way too short. Um, and there are so many places like Positano, we, I think we spent three days in it. That's in the Amalfi coast. It is, we didn't go to Sicily. We didn't go to Greece, Portugal, Croatia, like there are so many places. We didn't go half a South of France. We didn't go like, there's so many places. We didn't go Spain. Yeah. We did. We, we went to Barca, Madrid and San Sebastian. That's it. Yeah. Like there's a whole country to see. Yeah. Like think about all the little places in Australia that we know, cause we're Australian mm. that are beautiful. Think about it, there's like a thousand of them in France. Sure. It's a bigger, like, you know, not a bigger country landmass wise, but population and everything like that. Yeah. Um, I went to
1: Iceland, which no one goes to. Mm. And like, it was it's, I wouldn't have gone there if my parents weren't there for a week. Mm. So I just popped over um, so when I was in Europe. I wasn't just in Australia and goes, to
0: Iceland. Rich kid, rich kid. <laughs> no, I was, <laughs> I was in Europe oh, already. Jesus Christ.
1: I was in Europe already. I was bloody
0: <laughs> brought up on bloody, just pure dirt. <laughs> And this cunt's a silver spoon dog um get him out of here class wars <laughs> if there's a class war we know what fucking side mate he's on he's on, yeah. on the rich people's side um but yeah iceland was was it's just crazy isn't iceland like really green yeah. and greenland's really Greenland. icy? yeah yeah i'm yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. cultured bro that's very cultured that shit. well done thanks bro <laughs> um yeah so europe are just amazing and even the history just like sit there and go you know that's the one thing as aussies you know we got a great great culture but as Aussies, we don't really have like a long history. Now, obviously, we're talking about indigenous people. We've got the oldest history oldest, in the yeah. world. But as like Aussies, you know, it's going to take time for us to build up our own history. Whereas you go over to France and Italy and that, like these guys have like, like Greece and that. You're looking at like a thousand years history, 800 years history. Yeah. You're looking at like, you go in the Lerve and there are pieces of pottery from like fucking 5,000 years ago and shit that you get to see. Oh, that's wild. Um, it's just a, yeah, it's an in ima- the stories, you go Versailles, you get to like hear the stories of how the French had the French Revolution. Anyway, I'm a, I love that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, Europe people, as in not Europeans, but people that are Australian in Europe, stop being bad people, please. Yep, I agree. Stop, you know what? Immigration should fucking close the doors. <laughs> Keep yous out, you dogs. Seriously. I reckon if you, if you post more than 100 times over in Europe, mm. you should have your passport revoked.
1: 100 times, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. if you're
0: the, like I might have posted, ah, oh, not 100 times. Maybe we reduced 50.
1: Oh, I guess if, oh, sorry. I, I guess if you count stories in that, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right, cool.
0: yeah. Yeah, so more than 100, passport revoked. Yeah. And you just left wherever you, you fucking work it out, mate. You want a dog, Australia? Yeah. Fucking see you later.
1: Actually, you're right. 100 wouldn't be that much. Just say it's four weeks, that's only four stories a day.
0: Oh fuck that isn't much well yeah. anyway the rules been made <laughs> the so rules are, the rules are in it's it's the balls in your court if you want to get back into this beautiful country, the best in the world, don't hurt my feelings <laughs> um, now uh tips brought to you by try July uh obviously sports bet absolute legends if you're going to have a pun, you do it with sports bet they're the okay. best in the business. people try to pretend otherwise. No, nah, we all know Sportsbet's best in the business. So you're gonna have a punt. You deal with Sportsbet. Use their new uh, multi-tracker feature, which is incredible. And try July. Like it is so frigging cool. I cannot wait to see what happens this weekend. Because you know, the first weekend with we Try July, brought to you by Sportsbet. The first weekend, they're a bit tentative. Yeah, the boys. They're like, who's gonna be the first? Now that we're in the mode. Yeah, they're tentative, and it's not. Exactly front of mind, but yep. now it is. It's front of mind. Origins over. It's time to get amongst it. Raiders have set the tone with the the besto yeah. cricket uh celebration. I love that they. I know that it, obviously they were never going to do the grenade thing, but I
1: love that they, the Origin players, still celebrated. We had best. He did one. Fox yeah, did one. Leg, yeah, and
0: the hammer did the shark. The shark, which we now know. And you know what's funny? <laughs> oh. I did get messages saying. <laughs> Me too and then they're like oh sorry bro i didn't listen till the end
1: i, I purposely didn't respond straight away because yeah. i was just waiting for the follow-up five yeah. minutes later and
0: then it comes yeah it um, was so funny uh, you're all predictable you motherfuckers <laughs> i know you better than you know yourself um no i joke i joke um you know what is weird for me and for you as well and yeah. for guru and for timmy and for all the boys it's like how much how many hours people listen to us talk in a oh, week I know. like I can't believe you guys enjoy listening to me talk this much. It's mm. fucking weird. Mm. The first time I ever was like, "What the fuck? People actually like me this much?" was in 2018 or 19, and I'd been doing like just some reactions and the podcast, obviously. And I went to a, just a festival because like I don't ever go out, and then I might go to a festival like once or twice a year and just have a blowout and really enjoy myself with the missus Yep. And like we went there, and yeah, like the people, the love that the community was showing me, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I couldn't believe the love that was getting shown um and so now it's weird is like yeah it's almost because like I know people listening it's almost like we're mates yeah you know what I mean 100% yeah because you know me because you fucking hear me talk all the time it'd be very hard to hide who I was if you, yeah. you know you can you can hide who you are like if you do like a little bit of content every week but the amount of content we do is just impossible
1: yeah it's like a it's like you're on show Oh, for a whole working week.
0: Well, it's like, so how much are you looking at? Like, let's say 12 hours of listening yeah. time. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's cool though. Cause I, when I do run into people like you are mates cause you, do you know what I mean? Cause if they listen to as long as they do, yeah. like a long, long time, then obviously we get along. Mm. And so there's so many things to talk about even though we've never met each other. Yeah. So it's actually really cool.
1: Can I tell you a story? I I forgot about this. This only happened the other day.
0: It's because you're so famous
1: and arrogant. (laughs) Well, yeah. So I was walking my dog and uh, just in the middle of the day, I bloke shirt on because I think I must have just been in the studio. And um, it was Tuesday because the bins were out. Everyone's bins were out. Mm. And my dog... I had to pick up my dog's poo and I just wanted to throw it in the first available bin. But I always feel bad throwing dog poo in someone in else's bin, bin yeah. because, but I'm just like, well, I'm not going to hold this yeah. around. And it is a bin. It's a bin, yeah. So whatever. there's it, no
0: like specific poo bin, is there? No, nah, there's
1: not. So anyway, there was these two bins in front of me. One was next to the White House and one was next to the Green House. No, I just, I just had, you know, you have those little mental battles in your head. I'm like, I wonder like which one of these people is a worse person. <laughs> so because of that, I'm going to, um, I'm just going to pick who I think's the worst person and then I'll put it in. Anyway, super I picked, weird, but okay. I know. So I picked the green you will not believe this. I picked the greenhouse, put it in. As I put it in and started walking off, a guy walks out of the white house wearing a DMP shirt. No way. And then he was like he pointed at my shirt. Didn't recognize me at first. Pointed at my shirt. Goes oh, and he's like oh, you're Maddie. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you. I, I obviously didn't tell him the story, but I was like, you would not. Did you bo-
0: put poo in his? Bin?
1: No, the other guy. So you got it right. I got it right. Yes. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I just drove from um, Queensland for for ten hours. I was just listened to you the whole time. I was like, fuck, Far that's insane.
0: Out. That yeah, it's insane. We literally are so fucking lucky. Mm. So lucky. Um, you know what else is like some of the boys and I've seen like just jokes, it's jokes, but like putting shit that I always wear bloke kit. And I'm always like, I, ever since I started, I was like, how can I ask people to buy merch and not wear it myself? Oh, yeah, for sure. I never understand people that create their own brands or whatever, but they don't wear it. It's yeah. like, no, no, you, I would if you're willing, if you're going to sell it. Yeah. You better wear you better it. it. You, because you, you, what you're basically saying is, oh, I want you all to wear it. Yeah. but I, I'm not wearing it. Yeah. I'm too good for that shit. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah, no way, one. like I love my bloke shit.
1: Yeah, same. is my it's three quarters of my
0: wardrobe. is <laughs> my whole fucking wardrobe. <laughs> the missus didn't know she would she literally married the most daggiest dresser ever. <laughs> trying to wear t-shirts and shorts everywhere and bloke hoodies. We need to jazz it up a bit. I think I with the merch and that, like obviously we'll keep doing the merch. I love doing it. I think it's, it's mm-hmm. so humbling. You know what my favorite uh, drop has been? It's mm-hmm. actually been the World Cup drop. And I didn't even okay. know it would make me feel this proud, but- world cup dropped because so you got Samoan bloke tongan bloke indian bloke chinese bloke i think we did dutch bloke even yeah, we did, yep. like we did we did we so did many 30, different, didn't we? like we did yeah. so many even aussie bloke kiwi bloke um and what i loved about that is because you know i feel like in yesteryear there was like this you know basically you you're you're what an aussie is yeah is someone that looks like you yeah um and what i love about that is is that you know it's celebrating you know, if you're a Samoan bloke or a Tongan bloke or a Kiwi bloke, like, yes, you have your heritage, but also you're Australian as well. Yeah. Um. And I just love the fact that, you know, it's just so inclusive and not in the cringe way of like, let's be inclusive or whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's like just genuinely being like, yeah, like you may have a heritage that you really appreciate or whatever, but yeah. you're a bloke just like everyone else. And that that was uh, something that I just really, really liked because it's changed. Like Australia is not what it was 20 to 30 years ago it's so multicultural absolutely um and so that's something that was really like seeing like you know indian bloke or yeah. philo bloke even that made me really proud because obviously my wife is filipino and her family is filipino and seeing that and, and making i guess uh, creating an environment where like they feel included like yeah because bloke is such an australian word so that was actually my yeah. favorite
1: yeah it's funny you say about your misses. get getting my Courtney's little brother, an Italian bloke, one that was that was cool as well. See,
0: yeah, it's mad, and yeah. it makes them feel appreciated yeah. to a degree because they're like, Oh, I'm mad! Like, I usually, they, those these two things usually wouldn't be together. Like, Italian, it might be something more paying heritage to Italy, but it's like a mixture of two. It's like mm. Aussie bloke, but you're an Italian bloke, your heritage is Italian. So, that was actually probably my proudest drop, or whatever. Yeah, my favorite drop though. It's always the jerseys. Got to be the fucking jerseys gotta are so be. hectic. I yeah. love the jerseys so much, and seeing everyone in Magic Round, holy moly! That was obviously the first year. First was year, yeah. wild. I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. it's you get used to anything. So the, the second year, you saw them everywhere. And don't get me wrong, I was still like, mm. the first year was shocking. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. First was year like, was crazy. I couldn't believe it. But what's bizarre is there actually more. There was more bloke jerseys in the second year. Yeah, but the first year was just shocking because I couldn't believe. <laughs> That every camera you saw, you saw bloke jerseys. It was wild. Even like seeing guys with Aussie bloke shirts over at the cricket. That is sick. That's I so think that's friggin cool, guys. Cool. Yeah. So freaking cool. So, um, yeah, we'll always, we'll definitely do, always do the merch, but I, I reckon we'll start maybe releasing like some limited numbers, but like nicer stuff, yep. like nicer tees. Um, it, w- it won't replace what we're already doing, guys. Absolutely not. But I would love to be able to. You know, if we're if I'm going to the bar for some drinks, it'd be really cool to have like a nice tea with it. That's a bit better material. Yeah. Design is a bit more you know dressier or whatever. We would never go super duper dressy, so hopefully we can do that soon. Uh, anyway, let's get into the tips. I don't know. We? we went we we're in tri July there for a second. Now we're in blue yeah, we, merchandise. Oh, um, <laughs> okay, Knights versus the Tigers. Knights paying a dollar twenty eight. Tigers three seventy two.
1: Yeah, look, I think Newcastle. Appy's back. Appy's back, but I just think the Knights at home. They didn't have. Oh no, so well, what am I saying? They didn't have any origin players. They had freaking Bradman Bess and Saifidi.
0: I've still got Knights. They're at home, right? Yeah. I, I'm I'm tipping Knights, but three seventy two with Appy back. Yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm willing to say it's value. No,
1: that mate, I, I thought they were half decent
0: against the Sharks without Appy I mean. in the first half. And it's like Appy is the key. Yeah. Is the key. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh Canterbury Bulldogs play playing the Brisbane Broncos Canterbury two seventy nine. Broncos, $1.45. Pat
1: Carrigan not playing, apparently. Yeah. Oats out. Um, out. Oats out. Full house at Belmore. Now, I know their record isn't good, but you can't really take that into account because they've been pretty bad the last few years. Mm. Um, Tip in the Broncos, but I think I'm going to go the doggies with the start. I don't know what the start is, but I reckon it'll be a close game, but I think mm. it, uh, Broncos to win.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's a real... A really important game for the Broncos because they can't let games like this slip. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden the media pressure will just be like fucking mental.
1: It's good that the Broncos, I reckon they have the depth to cover it, but mm. you do got a lot of starting forwards out. I think yeah.
0: four starting forwards are Payne-Hass out. Payne Haas out, Reese Walsh out, Paddy Carrigan out.
1: Yep. Flegler out. Flegler Vicky out. key out.
0: Um, Oates out. Yeah.
1: It's a lot, lot, lot of outs.
0: A lot of outs. So, but it's really important that like that's no excuse because of the roster that we have still. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So it's, you know, and the dogs have got players out too. Yeah. So they still should get hopefully get the win. Manly, 2 Cowboys 26 Cowboys, $1.64. Uh, I've I got w- a feeling Cowboys win well.
1: I love Cowboys here. And yeah. apparently they're all backing up. I think they're all backing up.
0: Now, you know what the internet does? It, like, makes you scared of, like, making, like, strong calls on things. <gasps> I know. Because you just know. The Cowboys get towed up. There's someone in the comment section going, Oh, you fucking blah, blah. You know, like last week, and I was like, Don't be a hindsight hero. If you disagree, yeah. put in the comments. Yeah. There was someone that said something of there. Of course, there was. And it's like, bro, <laughs> as I said, like, if you, if you strongly, like, let's say I say, I reckon Cowboys strongly win. Yeah. And you in the comment section now go, Nah, that's ridiculous. Manly going to win. Well, it's yeah. not ridiculous, but manly, I disagree, Kempy, manly win 13 plus. And they do. Then I'm like, Fair play, bro. You, sure. You killed it. But after it, nah that's even if you like are right and they won and I was totally wrong, you're still in the wrong because you're being a hindsight hero.
1: I think last week though, the Warriors fans are different. They they. No, it. No, but
0: it wasn't even – I don't think it was Warriors fan. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was just – it was only one, but he was just yeah. like some random dude. Um, I love Warriors fans. They're my favorite people. They're so funny. Yeah. They're actually – they're, they're definitely the funniest fan base. <laughs> oh, by far. Yeah, they're definitely the funniest <laughs> fan base because they take, they take the piss <laughs> oh, out of everything. Oh, my God. Like the the typical like come Warriors bro and shit like that. It's fucking yeah. hilarious. Um, yeah, so Manly oh, – look, I think Cowboys oh, – I think Cowboys are about to go on a bit of a run. We'll – yeah, from what we've seen. Okay, Sydney is two fifty two, Storm a dollar fifty three, Melbourne no Teddy. I'm going Melbourne. Yeah, I'm going Melbourne. New Zealand Warriors $1.96. ninety six, Sharkies dollar eighty eight. Oh, I'm on the Warriors. Really? Yeah, for sure. I'm going Sharkies. I reckon this is a grand final for them. It's gonna be. It's the game of the week for well, sure. Well, but think about it. The Sharkies. What is all the talk being? Exactly. Can't be. Beat can't beat, a, can't beat a the top team. eight side. Yeah. Also, what happened last year with the Warriors when they beat him with eleven men at home? True. So, I think that the Sharkies win because they've got so much more to play for yeah. here. Whereas the Warriors have had, they're riding high. They've, got, they've had an incredible year. You know, but when I say, I just said, I explained my position, but the Warriors, every time I think that they're not going to be able to get the win, they prove me they wrong. do it, yeah. So, it's like, when am I going to start fucking believing the way I should be believing mm. in the Warriors? And this, this isn't a matter of saying the Warriors are going to play poorly. I just reckon that the Sharks. If they lose this game, the headlines like because mm. they, then they are. When do they play a top eight side again after that? I think
1: they actually got a pretty, They got a. I think they got a bottom eight team the week after. I have to Google this, and then I think they got Rabbitos and Panthers. So they've got a bit of a tough month coming yeah.
0: up. Yeah, and so. They, if they can't win this game, when they get up against Rabbitohs Panthers, they're going to be scarred. Yeah, for sure. So I reckon it's just going to be a mat. Like it's such an important game. I actually, definitely, game of the round. For sure. And I'm the Warriors, me. fucking hell, they're so good, bro. I'm yeah. so happy for the Warriors. They're going so well. And happy for Johnson just re-sign. Oh mate. Is, so good. Um, Dolphins, Panthers. Dolphins paying five fifty. Panthers dollar fifteen. Cleary Panthers. at twenty four. Panthers. So you reckon Cleary will play?
1: I honestly have no idea, but I I have. N- why the hell would he play? Why I, wouldn't he or why would he? Like, why, why would the Panthers coaching staff risk him?
0: Uh, that's what I mean. It, unless he is named seven at the start of the week, he should not be playing. Yeah. Like, the fact that he's named 24 means he shouldn't be playing. 100%. Like, it, like, and look, the Panthers doctors and everything, medical staff and performance, they know way more than I do. So, there's maybe there's things that he's passed that make it sure. But I think that, like, the fact that they weren't certain on Tuesday means just give it another week.
1: I reckon that... He's in the squad because he probably wants to.
0: Yeah, but yeah, the, he's pushing for the it. The
1: doctors have to have to be like, wait, hey, it's a round twenty game.
0: It's we're Which at is, top of the table. Yeah, we're killing it. We've proven we can beat you. The Dolphins, they're an okay side, but they're not a final side at the moment. I think they'd be crazy to play yeah. a clearly Especially
1: after Lacy, you didn't
0: even play the last five rounds. I, I just think they would be crazy. Yeah. I just think it'd be crazy. I'm still regardless. We're Penrith. Oh yeah, for sure. Parry Eels. What's crazy is like, and it's not even really being talked about that much. They're going for a threepeat. I oh, know something we've never seen. <gasps> Literally, like yeah. I've never seen. It's
1: at nineteen eighty two, three, four. Yeah. I think it was the last one. And then
0: it's like basically a different game back then. Yeah, in regards oh, to you know, yeah, ridiculously different. Um, so very hard to compare errors that are that far apart. You might be able to compare like nineties to now, kind of. Yeah. But 80s to now, not nah, even not close. close. They're just, and I'm not saying that the 80s is worse. I'm just saying it's just a completely different environment. Sure, yeah. Um, now Parry Eels dollar 34 Titans three twenty seven. I think there's a bit of value there. For the three, so I'm big going value, Eels, big value, and I think the Eels are about to go on a run. Moses is going to be confident as anything. Yeah, Brown, if he does return, is going to be looking to repay. Um, you know the situation he's in. Gutho, back. He's been rested essentially. Yeah. Um. Bowel Law is going to be angry for that rest of the year because he got dropped. RCG is going to be confident. Yeah, I think the I think the year is going to win, but 327 I think is value.
1: Yeah, it, it depends on the feeder because he he only played half an hour on the, on Wednesday because I think he had a hit pointer injury. If he plays, I'm tipping the Titans. I'll just tip okay. the Titans. I'm tipping okay. the Titans. Yeah, I'll. I really, I, I don't mind the Titans. I you. like the Titans. Yeah,
0: I I really do, and I think that they're building something special. Uh, and also, guys, watching the footy, you watch with Nine now mm. tonight. Knights versus Tigers, and then Dolphins versus Panthers on Sunday. Nine now, the biggest game and the best commentary for free. Get it on, get on and stream it now, anytime, anywhere. That's the Nine Now. So go to your phone right now. If you if you haven't got the app, download the Nine Now app. It's not just rugby league that's on there. There is tons of content on the Nine Now app. There's documentaries. There's there's obviously live TV. It is a great app. Give it a download or you can watch on your browser. And if you're, i and iron as to which to watch it on, by watching it online now, you're supporting the bloke community. Yep. Um, also, don't forget for the weekend, Burton is the code. So when you spend $15 or more, you get free delivery if you put the code Burton in. So if you're going to order a feed today or tomorrow, put the code Burton in. Bloody oath. Already, Bloody already, oath. already done this weekend for me. Already done. Already done. Um now we are going to end the show <laughs> and go fuck ourselves. Um as always, guys, make sure to grab a case of bloke beer, support the platform, but also it's a bloody great beer. So give her a crack and our MIDI too. People love the MIDI. But as usual, we'll go and fuck ourselves. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.